Welcome to Passion Unlimited Podcast. This is your co-host, Gianni Adamo. And I am your co-host, Coach Michaela Logue. For National Physical Fitness Month and Mental Health Awareness Month, we are covering the topic of mental fitness and how it increases passion in all areas of your life. In today's episode, Coach Michaela will cover 10 wellness coaching techniques to improve mental fitness. Would you consider yourself to be mentally fit? How does emotional maturity factor into that mental fitness? Ooh, this is a nice little topic we have going on today. Hello, Gianni, how are you doing today? Hello, Coach Michaela. I am doing great and I am loving this topic because emotional maturity is much needed in our society today. Oh my gosh, what a great and timely topic. Absolutely. And you know, I feel that because we have all been in self-quarantine with with our spouses, with our significant others, a lot of this, these topics of friction going on with people in their families, within their households. So I thought, you know what, why not honor National Physical Fitness Month and Mental Health Awareness Month with the topic of emotional maturity and mental fitness. Gianni, how does mental fitness and emotional maturity show up in your practice with um, with your clients? That is a really great question. Um, I am a holistic practitioner. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. So I look at my clients through different lenses. So I look at them through the physical, meaning um, if they have any kind of illness or disease or medical need, I need to make sure that they are addressing that. And I also look at them from the emotional lens. Are they emotionally mature or do they have suppressed emotional things such as um, unexpressed grief from childhood or previous relationships or accidents and, and losses in their life? I will also look at my clients through the Um, spiritual lens and many other lens as as well as relational and social lens so for most of my clients normally I want to know that they are both expressing their emotions and acknowledging their emotions properly and I also want to know that they have some sort of physical um, activity in their life that they do regularly to keep themselves fit you know, it's not necessarily that they have to be, you know, a size, whatever. It's more that they're getting getting outside, getting fresh air, walking, or they're biking, or they belong to a gym, or they're doing yoga. Something that allows their body to release the energy, to reset itself. So yeah, so this is a really, we're holistic beings. So every aspect of our lives has to be addressed. We cannot ignore any part of who we are. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that because as as a holistic practitioner myself, which is why co-hosting this podcast together, um, being an integrative nutritionist and being a holistic health coach and a holistic life coach, the most important thing that I bring to my clients is having a well-rounded lifestyle. And when you have a well-rounded lifestyle, it creates emotional mental and physical fitness in all areas of their life and so people ask me okay coach Michaela how does physical activity positively affect mental fitness 
And boy, is the answer long on this, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet, sweet today. You know, I'm a bit of a science geek and everything that I do in my practice is always based on science and based on data. And so I wanted to highlight really super quick an NIH article about the relationship between physical activity and exercise and how that affects mental health. And this particular article was um, authored by Dr. Taylor, Dr. Salas, and Dr. Needle. And this is what it suggests. It says that physical activity and exercise has been proven to alleviate symptoms of mild to moderate depression. And the evidence also suggests that physical activity and exercise might provide a, benefic a beneficial adjunct or in addition to alcoholism, substance abuse, it improves self-image, it improves social skills, cognitive functioning, and it has also been proven to reduce symptoms of anxiety and other psychological um, stressors that are in their life, in the patient's life. So when I, when I talk about this, Gianni, I know that this is a major, major part of your practice and a major part of my coaching practice. All of these things that I'm mentioning to you, what, what do you think about this and how do you think that this has shown up in your practice? And yeah, I absolutely see this all the time. The minute I have clients that are coming in with depression, with anxiety, these are usually some of my first questions um, about their physical activities. They, if they are dealing with depression, then we need to figure out what they can possibly muster the energy for because they need to be able to get outside, to get like get some sunshine, be able to walk, do some exercise or join some sort of gym, even though right now all the gyms are shut down because we're still in the coronavirus pandemic. Um, but it's important to be able to start moving the body. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because something as simple as taking a walk outside to get fresh air people think they assume that physical fitness equals getting a trainer and going into a gym and unfortunately that is not as accurate as as people think physical fitness is really just a really fancy way to say move your body right mm -hmm. move your body get fresh air get the body responding to external eye, whether it is sunshine, whether it is breathing techniques, whether it is taking a long walk or brisk walk to get the cardiovascular system up and running. What things do you suggest people should do, Gianni, that you have known to help, um, to help mental fitness? What items or modalities do you find that would help with this? Okay, swimming is actually really beneficial for most people. So if they are obviously not living in Florida, they can still go to the YMCA in their local town or their community to be able to swim. But my number one go-to exercise that I always recommend just about to almost 100% of my clients is yoga. Ooh, um, yoga. we like yoga. Talk to us a little bit about the yoga thing because I have started to adopt some principles of yoga in my workouts and it has transformed me during COVID-19. 
oh, yoga is just amazing. So yes, so yoga has also been studied um, and there is, this is now evidence-based benefits of yoga. And as you mentioned before, it's just like exercise. Yoga can help you to decrease stress. Mm -hmm. It can help you to alleviate anxiety, to reduce inflammation in your body, which is, as we know, the underlying um, foundation for all illness, illnesses is stress and inflammation in the body. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's going to also help to improve your heart health. Depression, it also helps you fight depression. Okay. And, and also reduces chronic pain, which we know so many people are dealing with chronic pain today in this, in this country. Yes. Plus, it promotes quality of sleep. I was doing a talk over the weekend, um, a group of, uh, of people uh, was doing a web, like one of those web um, webinar things. Yes. And one of the participants was was having difficulty sleeping, and that was my recommendation to him. He said he had already purchased the yoga mat, but somehow he hasn't like been able to get himself into doing the yoga. So yes. I recommend to just go in onto YouTube and searching for like just like a 15 minute beginner mm -hmm. yoga or meditation or relaxation type of a yoga or stretching because that's going to help you to actually relax the body and it already helps you to start releasing the toxins that you're going to be releasing while you're in bed to cleanse out the body. Right. Um, and the other thing that's super important with yoga, it increases your flexibility and your balance. Oh, plus that's breathing. Mm-hmm. Plus your breathing, you can learn how to actually breathe. And as you and I already are aware of the fact that breathing actually triggers either the panic or to calm your brain down. So the nervous system really responds to our breathing. Yeah, it, absolutely it does. And you know, it's funny because mentally, being mentally fit, it's, it's kind of a holistic umbrella approach to um, increasing more passion in your life and being mentally fit you know people think oh well to be mentally fit you know that has to do with how mature you are and how much emotional maturity you have and absolutely emotional maturity does factor in to mental fitness and physical fitness also affects mental fitness and so let's do a quick segue into emotional maturity Actually, before, because before we segue in there, can I tell you a story about me, how yoga actually helped me to transition into something that I think is, it's a good example. Absolutely. As you know, I, I had suffered from post-traumatic stress a few years back after having been involved with a narcissistic sociopathic individual. Um, so it was a very traumatic uh, relationship. And for, I would say, maybe the past 20 years, I've been practicing yoga. So I've been always, you know, maybe once a week, twice a week, maybe I would do yoga. So in that time frame, uh, while I was in the middle of all that trauma, I, as you know, became very obsessed with the Argentine tango. And when I started dancing, I actually recognized why I have spent almost 20 years of practicing yoga because the minute I started with the dancing and the Argentine tango, one of the things that I, my body is, is nimble and it's flexible, which is something that you need in order to execute. Oh,
All right, we had some technical difficulties there. Tell us a little bit about how the Argentine tango and, and yoga and yoga <laughs> has, have helped to heal your life. Yes, exactly. All right, so I had been practicing yoga um, for probably about 10, excuse me, about 20 years, uh, maybe once a week, you know, maybe twice a week at, at most. But anyways, about five or six years ago, I became, um, I had post-traumatic stress disorder after exiting a toxic relationship with a narcissistic sociopathic individual. And I became obsessed with the Argentine tango. And what I noticed immediately is how nimble and how flexible I am. Um, and also that I had, I have a lot of strength. And I immediately was able to tie my strength and my flexibility to the years that I have invested in yoga. So I could see the results of being able to start as a, you know, at the beginning to be an Argentine dancer and Argentine tango dancer and performer and recognize the benefits that I have gleaned from the, for the practice of yoga to be able to, to move in a way that my body would respond to the lead of my, of my partner. So anyways, so this is one of the things that I've noticed that how practicing yoga has helped me. Plus, obviously I was dealing with traumatic stress. So dealing with traumatic stress, the movement in the Argentine tango and the embrace in the Argentine tango, plus the practice of yoga, which is both mind and spirit and physical, all of these things came together to really give me this physical platform for me to express myself and express my traumatic stress and give it an outlet. So it wasn't necessarily always trapped inside of me. It had an outlet to be expressed, to be released. And these are some of the things that I have taken away from years of, you know, being focused on health and fitness. That's that's amazing. And you know, what I what I'm hearing you say is that this experience in yoga, which then led you to be strong enough to be a strong and impactful Argentine tango dancer, increased and actually strengthened your emotional maturity. And then that has impacted your life in a really positive way. Did I hear you correctly when That's correct. saying that? Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. So it gave me emotional and physical strength and flexibility. Yes, and that's fantastic. And that's a perfect example about how physical fitness can increase your mental fitness because we are a mind-body system. You know, sometimes we don't make the connection between our mind and our body. We think that they're separate entities and they are not. We are one being. And having an emotional maturity will then lead to more mental fitness. And, you know, just a quick breakdown on what emotional maturity is, because people throw this topic out and this this term out all the time. Oh, well, is is he emotionally mature or is my is this person has no emotional intelligence, has no emotional maturity. And you know what? Emotional maturity is very simply the ability to handle situations without unnecessarily escalating them. That's all emotional maturity is. 
instead of seeking to blame someone else for a problem or for a behavior an emotionally mature person will seek to fix the problem or the behavior within themselves first and then will facilitate healing for the other person and you know to have that level of emotional maturity means that you you have contributed to your physical fitness which then contributes to your mental fitness. Gianni, when I talk about this, what comes up because I know that you have had scenarios in your practice and in your life that this has come up. That's correct. Okay, so with the emotional maturation um of us as individuals, I usually help my clients understand that there are three types of roles that we play within our relationships and this is part of what we call transactional analysis which is which is a form of psych- psychology um so with transactional analysis we either play the parent in our relationships mm-hmm. and and to ourselves and the parent is someone who understands the rules and the guidelines they usually want to protect um they want to instruct they want to care um and they could be healthy they could be a healthy parent but the situation with it when we take on the parent role is also that we normally like to control a lot so the underlying issue with being stuck let's say in this parent role is that we want full control and are always controlling others and trying to control situations then we have the child role and the child role is like the wild child they like to explore they're curious they live in the moment they don't plan for tomorrow the issue in this role if we get stuck in this child role is that we can become the victim because we are not planning ahead we're not seeing problems we're just in the moment and being a bit irresponsible then we've got the third role that we can possibly play and that is the adult role The adult role is what you had mentioned earlier. You have boundaries, you have morals, you've got principles, you understand how the world, you know, the rules from which the world works. You try to understand all that and you choose to operate from a place of empowerment and care for yourself and others. So it's not just caring for me, but you care for yourself and others. So you try to be respectful and kind. Um, but you take care of yourself first by recognizing what your needs are and then you ask for what you need instead of demanding it. Um exactly. So how this works is that we have the freedom to flow in and out of any of these positions and roles because that's the most healthy person. Yes, it's to primarily function as an adult. But then we have the freedom to at times play hooky and go to the beach instead of work, right? Because <laughs> I we love need that. Yeah. a mental health day. Um, and then there are times you have to be the parent and you got to be like, you got to stay home and you got to do the work because right now we're all working from home, just about all of us. So you got to do the work and you got to do the hard thing in order to get your long-term goals met. You can't just go play hooky. So in other words there is freedom for us to be the child to be the adult to be the parent to nurture ourselves or to nurture others but pri- primarily we're at a place of responsibility and that's the place where we are in this a uh, place of adult 
and we recognize that we we need to be responsible human beings. I love I love that because that's that brings the continuum. This is a full continuum, guys. When we are talking about being physically fit to also be mentally fit means that you are addressing all the areas of your life that need to be addressed. And Gianni just very eloquently you know in in discussing the three roles that we function in we can start to build a lot of mental fitness around our emotional maturity i love that that's fantastic in my practice i have had in a situation where where a client came to me and said well my ex-wife said a b and c and all the problems that we had in our marriage was her fault. Hmm. And so I so coach Michaela, I want you to help me find a new love where they don't blame everything on me. And it's funny that you say that that you just broke this down that role, the three roles that you just broke down because he wasn't aware of the fact that in not wanting to be blamed for everything, he was then blaming his ex-wife for everything. Mhm. So there's a tit for tat there going on. And so what we need to do together as coach and client is help him to understand that emotional maturity starts with responsibility. That's right. Taking responsibility for the role that you are playing in the interaction with the other person and helping the person then understand that they need to take responsibility for their part and then coming together and bridging that gap. So thank you for breaking the three those those three roles down because it's a huge and important part of emotional maturity which then can create an environment for more mental fitness. That's correct. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into the tell the 10 wellness coaching techniques. and that we want to share with our listeners today to improve mental fitness. And we're going to go through these in very short and quick, short and sweet, um so that we don't put you guys into a coma with a lot of information. But these these 10 wellness coaching techniques you can implement today in your life. Number 1 to help you achieve more mental fitness, but number 2 to create an environment of love and support and increase passion in your life. All right, Gianni. So why don't we do this? Why don't I'll I say the first one and then you say the second one and I'll say the third okay. one, etc. All right. Talk so to num- me. All right. So number one in our ten wellness coaching techniques to improve mental fitness is, guys, exercise every day for thirty minutes. Very simple. Move your body every day for thirty minutes. Physical exercise delivers oxygen to the brain. More oxygen to the brain. means more mental fitness. Number 2 is to read often and read widely. Keeping an active interest in the world around you will help to increase your brain and improve mental fitness. I actually recommend this to my couples to read to each other in bed at night. It's so I romantic. love it. I'm like I know. Pick a juicy book that you both enjoy. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. And it increases intimacy, right? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. That brings right. it right up. All right. Coaching technique number 3. Boost your levels of vitamin D. 
how you can do that? By eating plenty of whole grains, leafy greens, and dairy. Believe it or not, it is a wonderful way to increase your B vitamins. B vitamins are essential to brain health. When you increase brain health, you increase your mental fitness. Number four, challenge your intellect and memory. Stretch yourself mentally by learning a new language, doing the cryptic cross, uh, crossword or playing chess. This is important for brain health and good for your social life. I love it. I love stretch your intellect. Go learn something new. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. Number five, take time to relax. Excess stress hormones like cortisol can be super harmful to your brain. So if you schedule regular periods of relaxation into your week, you will actually be contributing to more and increased mental fitness. I actually added journaling to my relaxation time. Um, so like yoga, I see that as part of my fitness exercise yes. regimen type of thing. Yes. But for mm -hmm. my relaxation, I, I will incorporate journaling. But for number six, we've got take up a new hobby. Learning something new gives the gray matter a workout and build new, uh, neural pathways in the brain. Yeah, you know, taking up a new hobby is important. For me, I started doing um, more photography with my iPhone as a hobby mm -hmm. in and around mm -hmm. my neighborhood. And I've been really loving to do that. You know, so taking up something new, believe it or not, it seems innocuous, but it actually increases mental fitness and emotional fitness in your life. All right, mm -hmm. number seven, actively manage your health. Be an active participant in increasing and uh, creating more health in your lifestyle. Conditions such as diabetes and heart disease can affect mental performance if they're not diagnosed or treated or even looked at. Have regular checkups with your doctor to prevent future problems. That's super easy, super simple, right, Gianni? Yeah, and now we have this telehealth medicine that's readily available for everyone. Everyone yes. now has usually the capacity to be able to find a doctor online because with this pandemic, we can't necessarily always all go to the doctor, but you can even from your own comfort of your own home. My, um, I had done a telehealth appointment with my medical doctor about a month ago, and I'm telling you, it was the best experience ever Within 15 minutes, I went through point A to point Z and saw the doctor, told me what the situation was. I had allergies and that was great because I already had the medicine here and I just started taking my medicine. It was wonderful through this telehealth stuff. It's so funny that you say that because I just had a telehealth uh, consultation the other day and it was wonderful. In 15 minutes, like you said, he walked me through steps diagnosed me and sent me to Walgreens to get my prescription and it was super yep. super easy so absolutely be a participant in your own health all right number eight engage in stimulating conversations Michaela Hello. you mean like the way you and I are today <laughs> yeah, that would qualify as such so talk to friends and family about a wide range of topics this gives your brain an opportunity to explore examine and inquire maybe make some new friends that's what I'm doing right now making new friends <laughs> I love that part and you know what if you haven't spoken to a friend or a family in a while this is the perfect time. COVID-19 gave us the opportunity now 
to pick up the phone and break the ice and say, you know, I haven't spoken to you in a while, but I was thinking about you. How are you? Update That's me. Exactly. How That's are exactly you and your family doing? Mm-hmm. All right. Nine. Take up. Oops, sorry. I'm like, sorry, am, am I screwing us up? <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Number nine, take up a manual activity or craft. You know, using your hands to build something like a hobby such as woodwork or sewing or in an, in, an activity that requires you to move your body as well as exercise your brain really helps. Number one, spatial awareness. And it helps you to take your mind off of the things that are stressing you out. And it increases your mental fitness. Super easy. An activity or a craft. And number 10, exercise your brain with others. Watch question and answer game shows and enjoy the competitive spirit. Involve the family in regular games to test their general knowledge. You know, it's funny. There's an app called House Party that you can download load on your Android or iPhones where you can engage family members in trivia games and in mind games together that you can do online um, remotely. And myself and my family, my husband, his kids and my kids, we've engaged in doing house party once every two weeks. And I'll tell you, it has brought us all closer together. And my understanding too is like a video chat where you can actually see everybody. Is that correct? Because yes. I've yes. heard about this. You can see it's everybody a- and you can choose from a menu of different trivia games to help to help all of you engage your brains as well as keep the connection and the intimacy going with family members. It's wonderful. Can you also do like a, a like a family and friends happy hour with that app? Because that's something that's fun also absolutely 1000 percent. if you want to have dinner together through this app if you want to play games if you want to just have a general conversation you can do that and you can in, in, uh, invite other people to your house party it's literally just like having a party at your house remotely <laughs> that's great i love it yeah I love, I, love, I love technology well you know why don't we go ahead and do our recap because i'll tell you gianni today's conversation about having mental fitness and incorporating these 10 tips into your life to increase mental fitness and increase emotional maturity. I know that this is going to help a lot of our listeners, friends, family, and clients after they're listening to this episode. Yeah, this is going to be very beneficial to our listeners. Yes, absolutely. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope you did, we know that these 10 tips are going to increase your mental fitness as well as give you ideas on how to stay healthy and well and whole during this whole COVID-19 crisis. The last thing that I'd like to leave you with is if you are, if you are intentional around your physical health, your mental health is going to improve by default. Because we are an entire system, our body is one entity. If you improve your physical fitness, you will automatically improve your mental fitness. And so I hope that keeping a more healthy lifestyle, an increased level of health in your life is going to help you as we transition out of hopefully COVID-19 social distancing very soon. That is it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 
We are so grateful to have you guys on our podcast. We wish that you would continue to uh, to listen and recommend this to your friends. You can find us on social media at Instagram at Passion Unlimited Podcast. You could also join our Facebook group at Passion Unlimited Podcast, as well as you can email us at Passion Unlimited Podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And for those of you guys who would like to take advantage of a free coaching session with Coach Michaela, you can go ahead and log on to my website, www.coachmichaelalogue.com. And if you're interested in a free 15 minutes consultation with me, Gianni Adamo, you can find me at fearlesslove.net. All right, guys, take care. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that today's episode has brought you um, some tips, tricks, and strategies to help improve and increase passion in your life. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye -bye. Take care.